Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Mediocre Writer. I'm your host, Michael, and today we're looking at one of the most important plot points in your story, the midpoint. Unlike other plot points, like, say, the inciting incident or the Act 2 break, the midpoint is in many ways subtle. So much so that few people talk about it or even notice when it occurs in a story, yet it has massive implications for the story you're telling. For me, the midpoint may have been the single most important thing I learned during my time at UCLA. And hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll understand why. So what is the midpoint? I'm sure you've puzzled out that this particular plot point occurs right in the middle of your story. But what does it signify, and why is it so important? The midpoint, I like to think, is as much a plot point as it is a character moment. It's the moment when your protagonist makes a major decision or discovers an important truth that completely alters the direction of the story. The midpoint occurs somewhere in Act 2, after we've had Act 1 to establish who your main character is and what the stakes of the story are. At this point, we know what your character's flaws are and why those flaws make the character's ultimate goal impossible for them to achieve, at least in their current state. For instance, in order for Luke Skywalker to save the princess and defeat the Empire, he must learn to use the Force and to trust his instincts. For Marlin to find Nemo, he has to overcome his fear of the world beyond his own home. For Mr. Incredible to save the day, he must learn that he can't just save the day on his own. He has to trust in his family. In each case, they're horribly unprepared for the challenge ahead when they start the story. And our story sort of tracks that change to the point when they're able to finally overcome that obstacle. So in each of these cases, the midpoint serves as a moment to reveal that change that's occurring in the character. It's a beautiful mile marker right in the middle of your story where the main character does something or learns something that they would have never been able to discover at the start. It's not a climactic decision or moment that will conclude your story, nor is it the initial decision that sets them into the journey. It's a deceptively smaller decision or moment that has a deep ripple effect throughout the story because it often raises the stakes and changes the dynamic of the story for the remainder of Act 2. So why is it important? Well, when you are writing a feature-length story and you find yourself in the middle of Act 2, which is the longest and most perilous of all the acts, where most stories come to die, you can find the story is quickly losing momentum, perhaps even direction. You get so bogged down with details and subplots and characters and setups that you're all trying to juggle at once that you lose focus of the primary thread of your story. The midpoint is a tentpole that keeps your main character's arc on track and also serves to inject life into the second half of your story. The midpoint is also often a great turning point. As I mentioned, it raises the stakes and it often creates significant change so much so that the second half of your story can feel very different from the first half, and in a good way. Think of the big plot twist in Parasite, or the prison break in The Great Escape, or the moment in Silence of the Lambs when Buffalo Bill kidnaps the senator's daughter. Each of these moments takes everything we've set up in the first half of these stories and turns it on itself, so the second half becomes filled with new situations and challenges that keep the story feeling fresh and engaging. It's a little harder to identify a midpoint than it is to, say, identify an inciting incident or an Act 2 break. In both these cases, they're just more emotional, resonating moments that we're more familiar with, so they're easier to spot. Because of this, I've prepared a few examples that can help you recognize the midpoint in a story. Example 1, Raiders of the Lost Ark. 
It's one of my favorite movies, and it features a very simple story formula that's easy to dissect, so it's a great way to start out. In this movie, Indiana Jones is competing with the Nazis to be the first to find and recover the Ark of the Covenant. The midpoint here occurs when Indy finds the Ark and then has it taken away by the Nazis almost immediately. He spent the first half of the movie searching, and now in the second half, his quest will be to recover it. It's a perfect break in the center of your story. Now, you might be thinking this moment could be considered an act two break because it's such a low point for the character, but it's not for two reasons. First, because there's still a lot of runtime left in the movie. Typically, when you get to an act two break, you've only got about 20 to 30 minutes to wrap everything up. And second, and more importantly, because this, while being a low point, isn't the lowest point in the story. Indy still has Marion with him, and he still has a chance to recover the Ark. It isn't until Marion is captured, his allies are exhausted, and his only option is to either blow up the Ark or surrender. That's when he's truly hit his lowest point. For right now, this midpoint serves as a perfect reversal to keep us engaged, keep us excited, and change our expectations so that we're ready for the second half of this action-adventure where it's chases and action and um, lots of unusual stakes that we're not quite prepared for in your typical treasure-hunting movie. Example 2 when Harry met Sally. Yes, midpoints are just as important in romance and comedy as they are in action and adventure. I picked this movie for two reasons. First, because we looked at it in my class, so it's a little fresh in my head. And two, because this is one of the rare midpoints that also happens to be the most famous scene in the entire movie. I'm referring, of course, to the diner scene. If you haven't seen it, pause the episode here and go watch it on YouTube because it's hysterical and I would hate to spoil it for you. I'm assuming from this moment on that anyone listening has either already seen it or doesn't care to have it spoiled. So the setup for this scene is that our two romantic leads, Harry and Sally, they've spent the entire first half of the movie disliking each other and are just now at this moment starting to become friends, despite Harry saying at the beginning that a guy and girl can never truly be friends, and that point is something I'll come back to very soon. In this scene at the diner, Harry makes a claim that he's great in the bedroom, Sally challenges him, And just when Harry thinks he's made his point, Sally decides to fake an orgasm in the middle of the crowded restaurant to prove that Harry might not be as good as he says. So why is this funny and awkward moment the midpoint? Well, it's the moment when the dynamic for both our lead characters changes forever. For Sally, who started the film Deathly Afraid to talk about even the subject of sex, and that actually occurred in another diner scene, which is a great parallel, but back on the point, it shows that she's evolved into someone completely comfortable with talking about the subject. While Harry, who's just convinced himself that he can finally have a female friend, can now only view Sally in a sexual way. And this sets the stage for the second half of the film, where they spend it really fighting the impulse to be together at every turn. Anytime they could be more than friends, they pull back. Anytime you think something's going to happen, something comes in the way. It's a great moment for character development, it raises the stakes for each of our characters going forward, and it's hysterically funny. As a side note, your midpoint, as well as all your other major plot points, should reinforce your genre in some way. Comedy should be especially funny at this moment. Uh, Horror should be especially scary at this moment. Romance should be especially romantic at this moment. It sort of sells the fact that this is a key moment because it's so tied to your genre. Example three, my final example, and probably my favorite of all the three movies, Spirited Away. Everybody should see this movie at least once in their life. If you haven't, I know many people haven't uh, had the chance. I don't think it's available on streaming. I'll give you the brief setup for the midpoint scene that I want to convey to you. In Spirited Away, the main character, Sen, 
has had her parents trapped in the spirit world, and she has to free them from a curse. To do this, she enters the servitude of a shrewd businesswoman whose bathhouse attracts spirits from all over. By the time we've reached the midpoint, we've come to know Sen as a frightened little girl who's really struggling on her own without her parents. As she's met a colorful cast of characters and overcome some small challenges along the way, we now find her at this midpoint. Here, the stink spirit enters the bathhouse. It's basically the spirit of a polluted river, the exact opposite of what you would want to show up at the bathhouse, because it brings all its pollution with it. Sen is tasked with bathing it because no one else wants to, and just when the task seems impossible, to the point where the stink spirit threatens to ruin the entire bathhouse for everybody, Sen finds a way to unclog all the pollution and cleanse the spirit, to which the spirit rewards her and her master with bright and shiny coins. So what makes this the midpoint? Well, as a character arc, this is a clear shift for Sen, who has started the story cowardly but for the first time here truly takes her own initiative and leads the charge to save the spirit in a way that only she could have. And this sets the stage also for the remainder of her character arc, where she'll continue to show more and more bravery and solve more complex challenges until the ultimate point where she has to save her parents. This also marks a pivotal shift in the plot. Up until now, Sen has gone mostly unnoticed or even disliked by the other spirits. This is all reversed by her spectacular effort to save the river spirit, which gives the bathhouse riches and leads to all the staff and customers cheering for her. And while that may sound all well and fine and not like a complication, that added popularity will be a complication very soon because it starts to attract a lot more attention to her from the other spirits. So in each example we covered today, the midpoint serves as a major junction between the first and second half of the story. And it should also serve the same purpose in your stories. My past episodes, I covered the fundamental Act 1, Act 2, Act 3 stuff that you need to know to tell your bare bones of a story. But I think once you have that foundation, understanding the midpoint is a great next step. It's a way to really bring it home, especially when you discover how difficult writing the second act can be. When you outline, make sure to clearly identify what your midpoint is. And if you don't outline, make sure while you write that you identify at least where in the story um, you need to take that major shift. Doing so can elevate your story from good to great and keep audiences engaged for the back half of whatever you're creating. It also serves as a great reminder to you of where you are in the character's overall arc of change. All these things will help to make your stories, I think, a lot stronger and a lot easier to write. I'm the Mediocre Writer, and thanks for listening.